You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. You're listening to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Join the team in the studio as they bring you the spirit of Disney through park news, history, and tips and tricks to make your Disney Parks vacation even more magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour, where Disney Parks podcast brought to you by Walt's Apartment and TheDisneySider.com. What do you get when you bring together a group of like-minded Disney Parks fans from all over the country? You get the Extra Magic Hour. Now, hang on to them hats and glasses. Here's the best Disney Parks podcast in the wilderness. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. Um, My name is Sean, and I'm so happy to be joined by my two co-hosts here. I have, have Sam. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad we're recording this tonight. Yes, finally we're back. We're gonna try to get on a on a consistent every other week thing for this because there is plenty of parks news to talk about now for sure. So with everything being being back open, we're gonna be great. Brianna, how are you? I'm great. Yeah, I'm also excited to be recording. Like this, well, this would have been our first show anyway after every single parks open again. So it actually this is, is really yeah. excited. It, it is pretty cool. Yeah, because last week I think last uh, was it last Tuesday or Wednesday. It was the first day that every single park in the world, Disney park in the world, is actually now open. So very, very cool. Yeah. So if, if you don't know what this show is about, we are basically, we just sit here and talk about and geek out about Disney parks and everything going on there. Sam does a uh, recap or a, a, a Imagineer feature we're going to talk about. And we're going to end the show tonight with uh, Brianna talking about her recent trip where she got back just two days ago from Disney and Universal. So let's get into it. I want to remind you real quick, check out our other shows. Walt's Apartment is on every Wednesday night. Uh, make sure you check out our other co-host, Sean's Disney Beat. will be coming back soon. Um, Marvel Tribe, which is a Marvel-based podcast, which all of us are hosts on here. Um, and also Force Friday, hosted by Amber and Jade. Uh, Sam Dizology podcast this week. Um, you had Chris Alardi on, who's been a guest on this show as well, talking about Disney parks and Disney food. Um, I'm almost through the episode, and I haven't watched it live yet. How was that with, with Chris? Oh, it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. it was. My favorite live we've done in a while. So oh, cool, that's good. Yeah. And then they, um, in your next episode is about a Disney is Dis- about Disney parks as well, which was a Disney America right park that mm-hmm. was supposed to open in Virginia. Yes, and didn't. So we're it going didn't. with that. Uh, going I with guess, it, Pollyanna cool. type <laughs> vibe. <laughs> that's fair. And you can bring it up, talk about it. Yeah, I, I remember that's that's they talk about the Imagineering story, don't they? About <laughs> that, about that. Yeah, that's all I've ever. I've never heard about that. So I'm. Your stuff, your stuff that you tell on there is stuff that I usually learn about, like the celebration, how it was a city created by Disneyland, which, mm-hmm. well, not Disneyland, but by Disney. Great stuff. So, 
You know, I'm well, a huge fan of your show. There's something else that I'm going to talk to you about during my Imagineering feature today that was supposed to happen that ended up getting canceled because it wasn't going to be profitable for Disney. So maybe you don't know about that. No, probably not. I think I know a lot until I have all these guests on and people that know way more than me. But uh, hey, it's cool. Let's get into Disney Parks news. Um, I'll, I mean, I, I'm going to go out of order on what we have there. The first thing I want to talk about is Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus opened a few weeks ago to um, good slash mixed slash bad reviews. Um, they said Disney wasn't ready. Disney didn't handle it properly with the food and the and the the five hour waits. But what do you expect when you're still in a pandemic at the time to to not have to wait? So Avengers Campus, I am so excited because I'm actually going to Disneyland in two weeks. So and when I go, it will actually be open. We can just walk in, which is fine. They don't have um, they've just taken down their masks, the, the, the mask restrictions, um, the social distancing restrictions have been taken down. So it's like Disney Disneyland will be open, but at like 35 percent. And we found this. The reason out is because. Um, they had talked to Josh. I think it was Josh Diamera or it was um, Bob Chapik last week. And he'd mentioned the fact that Disneyland is only running at uh, under half of their staff that they had before the parks closed. The parks closed. They had 30,000 employees for, for the two theme parks. And they're right now that I think they're 13 or 14,000 total employees, which is because people don't want to come back to work because they're getting unemployment and they don't want to <laughs> rush back to work, which we make that. That's the truth. Let's I'm going to be completely honest. That is an issue everywhere right now. Oh, like I, I will tell you, sure. our local McDonald's has a $500 sign-on bonus. Yeah, there's a Taco Bell up here at $16 an hour, $600 sign-on bonus, full benefits, and it just says you get free food, and that's what it says. I'm like, damn, okay, yeah, 16 bucks an hour to work at Taco Bell, 1750 yeah. at Chick Fil A. Hey. If this gets people like corporations to pay people a fair wage, I'm for it. I mean, if I, I think it says too. a lot about our system that if they can get paid more on unemployment than they can at their job, that something needs to be changed. So I absolutely agree with you. And the fact that now these corporations can afford to pay these wages yes. when before right. they are they absolutely couldn't. It's like yep. yeah, come well, on. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So not to go get off on a soapbox already, but <laughs> Avengers Campus looks really cool. You have the audio audio animatronic. Is it audio animatronic? I guess you would call it Spider-Man that gets flung through the sky. You have the food, which Chris, who is a friend of the show and the Marvel Tribe host, has done a few things on his Disney Done Differently page already for Avengers Campus. He's done the chicken sandwich. He's done the – he did the pimini today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the food looks amazing. I just can't wait to see it. I can't I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on Avengers Campus? Um, it looks absolutely cool. I mean, I know it's a small space, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. when you're at Disneyland, it's kind of what we have. And I mean, every Disney park is kind of working with that now where we're limited on space. And so the fact that they can put so many different characters and so many different experiences into such a small, like it is a small space. It into is really such small. a small space. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. And we get that little bit of immersion that I love in parks. Like mm-hmm. yeah. when parks started doing these immersive lands, it's been my favorite thing. So that's I'm exactly what I was going to say, Brianna. I was going to say like, honestly, the space being so limited you're still getting this incredible immersion. It's it's full immersion yeah. from oh, the second crazy. you walk in the land. Yeah. And that you're not going to find that anywhere else. Like that's something Disney does and Disney does it well. I mean, obviously 
you find elements of that in other parks. Like I'm not going to knock Wizarding World, but I, I just don't think that you can discount the experience that Disney provides. I agree. Um, you talk about size. I mean, think about this. Galaxy's Edge is 14 acres in, in, in both parks. Um, I think I, I think Avengers Campus is, I want to say it's under 10. Uh, and, and, yeah. and, and that still might be, I might be like seven. I think because, it's like a third of Galaxy Edge. Yeah, it's like correctly. yeah, it's like nothing. And they they gutted that. They kept they took everything out except that's tough to be a bug um, studio, which they kept, which is part of the web slinger attraction. And they kept the the one bathroom that was in um, Bugs Land. They kept that too. And everyone has made a, a point in saying it's the same bathroom. So yeah. me and Brianna have both been to DCA. So I mean, it's it it it, it, it was always just a. I thought it was a waste of space. I mean, I, I get it. it was for the kids and it was just like, it was, it was shady and cool. This isn't shady and cool. It's all opened up in concrete and guardians in the back and the Quinjet. And it's, it's pretty badass. And I'm, I can't, I, like I said, I just can't wait to see it. I can sit here and geek out about that. Just all the stuff. So, but I'll stop. So speaking yeah. of bathrooms, <laughs> Brianna gave me a very nice surprise when she was on her trip. Oh, I did. Namor. <laughs> Namor. They had this giant Namor like cut out over the top of the bathrooms in the Marvel section of Universal. Oh, that's yeah. right. I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I literally walked by it and I like stopped dead in my tracks and like had my phone out and my friend's like, what? What are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I need a picture of this. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks awesome. Yeah. And if Made you don't know, day. if you don't know and don't listen to all of our shows, First question is why. Um, Sam is a <laughs> Sam is a huge Marvel. I mean, we're all Marvel fans, but Sam is a huge <laughs> Namor specific fan. So um, Namor is coming to Wakanda appears to be, and we, we can't wait for it. So yes, but we're going to talk about your trip in a little bit. Next story yep. I want to talk about is uh, fireworks. Uh, last last week or on the fifteenth, when uh, uh, you know everyone was speculating that when. Walt Disney World announced that they were going to take their, they were taking, they were loosening their mask restriction on the 15th of June. Everyone says, well, wait a minute. That's when California opens up. And some, some vloggers that I watch, um, Best Life and Beyond, and I think Fresh Bake both said, well, why wouldn't they just do the same thing at Disneyland? And um, Best Life and Beyond were like, yeah, they're going to do it for sure. And they actually made a video, our last day wearing masks at the park. And they took a big gamble, not knowing because they weren't, they weren't sure what was going to happen. And they were freaked out about it. Um, but yeah, I think it was the was it the fourteenth that they announced, or was it, yeah it was it was the fourteenth that they announced. Oh yeah, we're not going to have masks at Disneyland either, which no one expected because Disney Disneyland was has said to be so far behind Walt Disney World when it comes to all that stuff. But now they're even they're on an even keel, even par. Um, we talked about the masks last week on the Walt's live stream, but uh, yeah, it's a different change. We've all been wearing masks for. A, over a year or so to go somewhere and seeing people I'm trying to think of, of a way to put this, that seeing people that you think would still wear the mask. It's, it's kind of shocking to see them not wearing a mask. Now, does that make sense? Cause there's some yeah. people that was so that, that were so into, I'm not going to put any names out there or anything, but people that I thought for sure were going to, Oh yeah, they're going to have their mask on still because they were so vigilant about it at the time back at Disneyland or back at anything in, in California now, just boom, we're good. And I'm like, good for you. If, if you're comfortable with it, if you're vaccinated, cool. If, if you're fine with it. I, I don't know. Sam, would you wear a mask if you went to Disneyland tomorrow or Disney or Disney world? No. Walt Disney world. You wouldn't. No. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I would have masks with me. Of course. Yeah. So if, I mean, like they would be on my wrist or in my bag. And if I felt like people were too close to me or if I felt like somebody mm-hmm. was germy, I might put one on. Um, That's fair. But I'm to the point right now to where I'm I'm over the masks. I'm yep. vaccinated. The, you know, the incentive to being vaccinated was... Mm-hmm. You're you're protecting others. You're protecting mm-hmm. yourself, and you don't have to wear masks. So it's like everything's opening. I feel safe. Um, you have to trust. I mean, oh, the, yes, these came really quick. These vaccines came really quick. But you have to trust the system because they wouldn't va- vaccinate. I think seventy percent of California is already vaccinated, from what I've heard, which is forty mm-hmm. million people in the state. So you have to trust the system. And I, I agree with you. I, I would not either. I, I wear. I have a mask with me all the time, but um, at, at my job. We, we, we have them with us. If a customer walks in wearing a mask, we ask them politely, do you want, would you like me to wear my mask? Because I think at my job, I'm like one of like maybe four people who are actually vaccinated, but you know, but I, but still it's this, it's, it's that thing. You, you just, it's, it's, it's a courtesy thing. And if anyone I've asked so far has said, no, you're fine. If you're vaccinated, I'm like, okay, cool. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. It's if I see somebody else is wearing a mask, I will put one on out mm-hmm. of respect for them. Um, yeah. But I don't see a lot of people still wearing masks. I agree. I agree. Um, but my state has been mask free for a, right. quite a while. I was, I, I'm, I, I'm, how do I word this? I'm, I was shocked that you said that you would, you wouldn't wear one. You're, I thought you, cause I know when you're in, in school that you would still wear, 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 wear Jesus Christ, wear one with the kids. <laughs> well, I had to like, so the state of Indiana right. says that you still have to in schools. Right. Um, but I did say that I would like during flu season next year, mm-hmm. I may go back oh, to sure. wearing masks in classrooms myself because my kids do get me sick every year. Mm-hmm. So I just think like it taught me something about a practice that I could put in place to keep myself healthier when I well, am absolutely. working with kids. Absolutely. Uh, Brianna, you're a nurse. So it's yeah. a, com- it's a completely different. So you still wear them at work? Do you have to wear them at work? Uh, yeah. I still have to wear them at work consistently. Um, and I don't see that changing for quite a while. So now when you were just out on your trip, did you wear them? Uh, only what I needed, not no. nothing outside. Um, one, it rained consistently and it was hot. Um, I obviously Disney transportation requires you to wear mm-hmm. masks. So mm-hmm. I wore it through there, through the airport, Uber rides, right, right. everything like that. But and that, I would, that I would still do because you're yeah. in a spot that you don't know, you know, and I right. totally get that. <laughs> I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there about masks, yeah. but I'm glad we talked about it. But um, fireworks are returning to Walt Disney World on July 1st, which is the name just escaped me. What's the name of the fireworks show? Happily ever, happily after. ever after. Happily ever after. Yeah, good job on on your Walt Disney World. That's a that's a that's a nice fireworks show. Um, Epcot Forever as well. Yes, oh, really? Epcot Forever is coming back. Yes. Okay. Um, just that, until October. Right. And so far, nothing for Hollywood Studios has been announced. Um, they usually have a fire or a Star Wars fireworks show. Yes, my daughter when she worked there, she she was the she was one of the people. She worked on Great Movie Ride, and then her her nighttime job was she would cue people and put them in the right spot for the fireworks. She hated it, but she she said people don't listen, and she had actors and actresses yelling at her. I can stand here. She's like, no, get back. But you know, because people want to get in front of the line because they think there's someone that they're not, but you know, Hey, but yes. So that's, what's coming in there. Nothing Hollywood studios yet. Um, as we discussed on the live stream earlier, they don't do fireworks at animal kingdom, which makes sense. And, mm-hmm. 
I have not heard about Fantasmic at, at any park yet. I've heard just possible rumors. Um, um, fireworks at Disneyland will be the um, Mickey's Mixed Magic, which was what they were doing when um, COVID started. So, yeah. And I think they come back on July 4th, which which is cool. So mm-hmm. when, I, when I go there, I told my wife already, I said, so we have reservations for Cafe Orleans on Saturday night, the 10th. We're going to eat. We're going to go walk around and we're going to find a spot to sit and watch the fireworks because I haven't seen fireworks at Disneyland for three years and it's about damn time. So she's like, can I just go back to the hotel? I said, no. I mean, you can, but I mean, I'm going to, but I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, let her. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we do that often. Yeah. If I want to stay and the rest of my family wants to go, I'm like, peace. I prefer yeah, being yeah. in the park solo anyways. Yeah, for sure. I, <laughs> I know when we go when we go in October. My plan is because uh, I will be there on a Wednesday, so it's, which is when we do the live stream. I actually want to be part of the live stream from there. So Sam will run the show, and I will be. I'll chime in from Disneyland, which that's what I'm hoping to do. But yeah, fireworks coming back, and then Sam, tell us because you had the story real quick. You can tell us mm-hmm. about the others, uh, the others, the stuff coming on October first for the Walt Disney World's fiftieth, which is going to be just amazing. Yes. So. They wanted to start the new fireworks shows last year, but obviously everything was closed with the pandemic um, because they wanted to make it like a multi-year celebration for the 50th. So what they're going to do is they're going to premiere three new shows on October 1st, which is the actual 50th anniversary. And then they're going to continue it for 18 months after um, the or the um, opening day for these shows. So 18 months after the 50th anniversary. So more people will still get the chance to celebrate. Um, Happily Ever After is going to be replaced by Disney Enchantment, which will be a new pyrotechnic um, castle projection show. And then uh, Epcot Forever will be officially replaced with Harmonious. They are testing out the barges and Disney is talking big things about Harmonious. They're saying it is going to be a show like no other shows the with the timing of the fountains and um that's the big old the big old circles right there out yeah there, right? so yeah, yeah. they're cho- they're choreographed fountains yeah wow. um and they move and then lighting and then they're going to be using media in new ways jeez and and uh fireworks obviously and then also on October 1st, Animal Kingdom is getting a daytime show, which is like a kite spectacular thing called Disney Kite Tales. And they're going to be like flying like 30 foot kites and stuff in the Discovery River Amphitheater. Well, that's cool. I'm looking so when, forward to it. Yeah, I, I know I went to the Disneyland for, I want to say for the 60th. And I, yeah, the, the one that destroyed the castle, and they had to repaint it after because they put the, the gold on there and it, it destroyed the, the turrets. But uh yeah, I love how they how they do it for so long. How they the the celebration goes on for like like you said, it's gonna be a year and a half, which which is really really cool in my eyes. And I'm looking forward to it. I will probably try to make it to Walt Disney World in the next 18 months after that to see to, to check it all out. After my four trips I had planned to Disneyland, but hey, it's all right. <laughs> okay. creature, Soak up all the Disney you can. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a creature of habit. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I was like, I can barely leave Disney without making sure that I have at least a date planned for my next trip. Like, that's how I am. And my it drives my family crazy. I'm like, so what? Next March? What do you guys think? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, we're getting on a plane. I'm like, I don't care. Let's let's talk about this, you know. But I'm I'm, I'm the same way. I got to have a new pl- a new date. Yeah. But yeah, 
I can't wait to see all that. I need to find out who some really good vloggers in in Florida, so we can I can see those shows. And because I don't know where to see that stuff, but I'm sure there's enough we'll people send, out there. We'll that. send you some uh, some links. I'm not going to hype anybody up on the air, but okay, <laughs> that works. Um, we'll send you some. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what's happening in the parks. I'm looking forward to everything coming. There's so much more coming, and there's plans. And D23 is next year, and just everything's coming. It's going to be huge. I'm glad that we're doing this, but I want to get into the reason that we have any of these parks, which is Imagineers and Sam, we're going to talk about Harper Goff. So um, we are. the floor is yours. No, you are. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I have go a question. Ahead. Who was the first Imagineer? Walt Disney. Walt Disney. So Harper Goff is actually the second Imagineer. Um, so I'm just, before I even tell you how they met, because that's a fantastic story, I am going to start with... Um, his background. So Harper Goff was born on March 16th, 1911 in Fort Collins, Colorado, which Fort Collins was your basic quintessential American town, much like Marceline where Mm -hmm. Walt grew up. Um, So it's like your quintessential small American town. That's going to be important later. So remember it. (laughs) Uh, His dad owned and operated a local newspaper. When he was a teenager, they relocated to Santa Ana, California and he was a, always a very artistic child, so he started taking classes at Chenard. Um, he moved to New York and was working as an, illustrate, as an illustrator for a bunch of magazines. And when he went back to California, he actually became the art director for Warner Brothers. Hmm. So he had his, like, his career pretty solidified before he even met Walt. So now in 1951, Harper and his wife are in London on a trip, and he was fascinated by miniature trains. So he is in a little shop, and he's like, I want to buy this antique train. And they said, sorry, you can't. Uh, Somebody's coming to look at that one later today, and they kind of, we think he's going to buy it. So he comes to find out the person coming in to buy it later that day is Walt Disney. So Walt does come back later that day and he buys it and he hears about um, Harper's experience and what he does for work. And he's like, okay, well, I need to hire you. So when they got back to California or was it California? Yes. So when he got back to California um, from London, he reached out to Walt, started working with them. He really wanted him because of his, magazine work and his set design work. So the first thing that he asked him to do was to create the storyboards for the first true life adventure, which was 20,000 leagues under the sea. So basically Walt was like, I want whales with underwater cameras. So that was his first project was to design that. But Goff kind of went off on his own and went his own direction and was actually doing the Verne storyline. Like he was mixing it up. Um, So he did Jules Verne type drawings on his own while working on the short. And he tried to take them down before Walt saw them. Walt saw them. He was not super happy because that wasn't what he asked Harper to do. And I think we know that Imagineers were, they listened to what they, they spoke their mind to Walt. Like they told him what they wanted with guidance, but they always did what he asked. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Harper did not do that. So Walt ended up not throwing away the storyboard that he created and Walt started studying them and said, okay, like, let's do this. So they decided to make the first live action feature produced in the United States, which was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea using Goff's storyboard. Hmm. Um, So the Nautilus, thank you. Harper Goff. The I, I mentioned earlier that there was a project that Harper Goff had started that never really got to see the light of day. So Walt had asked him to work on a project called Disneylandia. Have you heard of Disneylandia? I've no. heard of it, but I don't know a lot about it. Okay. So it was a project where they were creating miniature and fully animated scenes of Americana and showcasing them on a private train that would travel across the U.S. Wow. Um, They ended up not doing it because they realized that fiscally it wasn't going to be beneficial for them. It would actually lose them money. They did scrap it. But um, that ended up not... So this is still Studios Day. Like the parks, there's no parks yet. And um, that kind of led Walt into having Harper designing the Mickey Mouse Park. (laughs) And he, I mean, he basically drew the first sketches of what like a a theme park could look like with Walt. Um, Is that the Burbank one? Yep. 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 So that's kind of how he got dubbed as the second Imagineer. Nice. He, I mean, Main Street actually is hugely inspired by Har- Harper Goff. Yeah. And if you look at it, actually City Hall is a very close resemblance of the Fort Collins one. So there's, you see a lot of mix between Marceline and Fort Collins on Main Street. Yeah. Um, so that's that Harper Goff influence. I have, there. I, have heard, I have heard that before. Yeah. Um, Jungle Cruise. He had huge inspiration in the Jungle Cruise. He also was in the Firehouse Five Plus Two, which was a band which like the Imagineers basically got together and they had a Dixieland jazz band. So it was different. It was different Disney artists and they even performed at Disneyland on opening day. So he, he worked for the world's fairs. He did Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. He worked on pavilions for Epcot's world showcase. Tons, tons of things that he did. Um, he is a Disney legend. He passed away in 1993, but he's he's got a, there's a lot of history with Harper Goff. Nice, yeah. Appreciate it. Perfect. I, I love I love that stuff. Learning that stuff. I knew I've heard I've heard Fort Collins many times talked about, but I didn't I didn't know it came from I didn't know it was because of him, but I've heard the Fort Collins connection to Disneyland. So that, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to to put that to it. Brianna, any questions? I don't think so. I love these because I do not know a lot about the Imagineers. So right. I have learned yeah. tons since this has started. Yeah, it's, it's 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 one of my favorite things. And that was the whole reason that we had had Sam come on to be part of just this show what, way back when was to do an, an, an Imagineer focus every couple of weeks. And now she's the host of every single show we have. 
Brianna. <laughs> Brianna now too. Brianna's also the host of the Marvel Tribe as well. So yeah, so yeah. Brianna came on just to be a host of the Extra Magic Hour as well with with Sean and it, yeah, it's yeah, it's good stuff. So thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. Of course. Take a real quick second to thank our sponsor, Getaway Today. You can book with Getaway Today by using the link in our show notes or dialing one 800 getaway today and uh, tell them that Walt's apartment sent you. <coughs> get get you some. Get you some. Get you some. To quote David, get you some. <laughs> Definitely. They, they actually helped David plan his whole trip to Disneyland um, that he has coming up in a couple of weeks. I actually used them. I, I forgot about this when David was talking about it. I actually used them because I booked one hotel and then... I'm like, it's too far away. I don't want to have to walk that far. And it was like, like only a quarter mile. So I went on getaway just to look and they have this hotel. It's right across the street from, from Disneyland. I mean, it's, it's a nice cheap hotel, but I sleep there and that's it. And I don't mm-hmm. care what the hotel is like. So yeah, I booked it through there. It was really, like you said, really easy. Um, check it out. Getawaytoday.com. Tell them Walt's apartment sent you. Speaking of travel, Miss Brianna, you just got back from uh, your interesting trip to to Florida. So, uh, kind of give us a breakdown of your of your trip there, and we'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it started out a little rough. I was supposed to be flying Southwest, and as per national news, Southwest computer systems went down for about two days, <laughs> and um, so my flight was a consistent delay until I was no longer able to make my connection. So I had to book a new flight. Um, and so I had to book out a new airline and out of a new airport because I couldn't find anything out of where I live because it's such a small airport. Right. Um, so I drove two hours to catch a red eye after they thought they lost my luggage and spent an hour looking for it to try to get off the plane because they booked me on a different flight before they canceled everything. And I don't, it was a hot mess. <laughs> Found my luggage last minute as I'm holding back tears because the plane that my luggage was supposed to be on had literally took off. And then I oh, see geez. them walking the hall with it. And I like was like, okay, I can't cry now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then made did, that did flight. Southwest take care of you at all? Kind of. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually need to relook because they told me they refunded everything, but I have not got a refund okay. on my card yet. So okay. I know I need to be looking into that. Well, um, well, how was the rest of the trip? But the rest of the trip, I got there. So I took a red eye. We got there. I got there around 9.30 a.m. Supposed to get in the night before at like 10 p.m. So... Little lack of sleep, but I, you know, got in refreshed and it was actually thunderstorming the whole first like morning. So a lot of, I was going to Universal the first morning. So a lot of the outdoor rides were shut down. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being kind of okay. And um, so Universal the first day I rode the Velocicoaster twice. Very excited. Was it cool? Oh my God. I don't know how you make a roller coaster like that. It was, it's beyond amazing. Um, the most it's thrill every second of the ride wow the fastest coaster i've ever been on they um it's funny because when i remembered looking at it and i was like how did they have room to make this and then i was like looking at it and i was like it's because they didn't they did not have room to make this they built (laughs) through the park like there are so many spots where they've now had to put like they put they had to put plants up in one area because the guests walking were too close to the guest on the coaster and people were trying to high five each other so they had to put plants up (laughs) and there's another spot where there's a walkway where they now are trying to put up like a like a 
dome like fence so people can't reach up at the top to the coaster that's going right over top of them because they literally just built this thing right through the park that's (laughs) pretty cool though it's pretty cool use of space for sure yeah they used up every inch of space they could and it turned out amazing but the next day uh we went to uh walt disney world and we started out at hollywood studios and then went to epcot the second half of the day um for many people probably knew that a lot of the summer was completely booked with reservations except for epcot so my friend and i had booked a reservation for epcot but then when they opened up availability we were able to switch our reservations to hollywood studios which then allowed us to get a Rise of the Resistance uh, boarding pass. We got like group 30 something and we were actually on the ride by like 10.30 a.m. And I think the park opened at nine. So very quickly. Is it going to blow my mind? I I absolutely like like I was just raving about like the Velocicoaster as a coaster. It's the best thing I've ever rode. Mm -hmm. Rise of the Resistance as like a dark ride is like the best thing I've ever rode. (laughs) Like it's complete immersion. Like I still just go through it and I'm like, I'm I'm in a spaceship. Like, I mean, that's it. Like it's just like there there's no questioning it. Like I'm in Star Wars right now. Like I can't it's, it's so good. I mean you wait in a line a little bit, but like once the pre-show starts, you just feel like you're on the ride. Um, the cast members are amazing. They're in character. Um, I had on many ears and I got interrogated because they thought my ears were weird. Oh. <laughs> um, and they told me that I shouldn't have to wear a second pair of ears to be able to hear. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they I told me that. I wasn't a good listener. So that's oh, why I needed two ears, two sets of ears. <laughs> so, um, Sam, have you been on that? I have not. No, it it actually opened the week. I think the like two or three days before my last trip, and there was no getting in. Have you been to Galaxy's Edge? Or yeah, I've been to Galaxy's Edge. I've done Smuggler's Run. Yeah. Um, but it's just eh. Yeah, that's what I've heard from everyone. I'm kind of disappointed at that, but I'm still going to do it. I will sit and wait. I don't care, but yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. if you do smugglers run, wait in the regular line. Don't be like me and sit in the back, be an engineer and get motion sick. Oh yeah, I will sit where uh, I will have to be a pilot because I get sick if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm the passenger in a car, I get sick. So I will have to be doing something or I'm going to, yeah, it's not going to be. Oh, you'll be doing something regardless, but it could just be pushing buttons. I'm I'm the worst. I I sell cars and I have to test drive with people and and I get sick. So now that there's COVID, we don't test drive anymore, which has been the best thing ever that's happened to me. So I I love it, but I'm sorry. Go on with your, your. But I always do the single rider line. So which is funny because I always end up as the engineer. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I've always done. And I, and the thing is, is like, I don't really have the will to be a pilot. I'm afraid I'm going to crash. <laughs> Although it's usually a five-year-old that's piloting and then we do crash. And then I am more sick because we're shaking the whole time. <laughs> but um, so what else did, and then, so my main focus was to ride um, Mickey and Minnie's Wonderway Wheel, right? Because I have not rode it. It mm-hmm. opened only a little bit before the pandemic and I just hadn't made it back because reservations and reservations to Hollywood studios are hard to get at times. Yeah. Um, so we were able to ride that. Uh, the lines seem to be like kind of, even though the capacity has went up, um, the lines still seem to be listed higher than like the actual weight, like quite a bit. Um, 
for that ride, I think we, there was probably like a 15 minute or so like difference yeah. between the posted ride and the getting on. So in the positive for you or, yeah, or was it yeah. oh, like, it was yeah. less time for me yeah. to wait. Um, there was, there is a decent like outdoor section of having to wait outside. Um, which made the no mask rule quite nice because right. it was very hot. Um, and they had started the pre-show again for Runaway right. Railway. That, that just started there. Yeah. And that was where I heard the dreaded fill in all the available space again. I was hoping to never have to hear that again, but it has started. <laughs> um, my least favorite yeah. part is crowding in, but it's okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess the means the world is healing that I have to yep. hear that again. Yep. But <laughs> so you've been there, you've been there a couple of times you've been during, during COVID. So you've been there. Um, I mean, night and day difference now with the no masks and the social distancing. Is it just completely? Yeah. I mean, it's just, when I used to say it's a lot more comfortable and a little more relaxed, like, cause the only place I'd went to during COVID was magic kingdom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the lines had to be outside because of the six feet distancing and the rules about inside. And they had to have plexiglass up through like the inside parts of the queue. Um, So, I mean, you're standing out in the hot sun for a very long time. And luckily now we're able to get a little um, without the social distancing in the lines, you can get more people into like the indoor parts of the queue, which definitely does help with the sun. And it, it's, it is a weird like mental shift to think that we're back to that. Um, there were like children hanging off my backpack a couple of times. And I was like, I didn't have this before. Like I do this <laughs> not having a random child on my backpack. Right. Yeah, like, no doubt. like you just shake really hard or you just spin around really quick. <laughs> there was yeah. um, when the uh, many main attraction stuffed animals were coming out. I had my space mountain one in my backpack, but her head had to stick out because my backpack was too small. And there was this girl that kept grabbing it and trying to pull it out of my backpack and like finally I took my backpack off and like put it in front of me and I heard the mom go, Oh, she's mad now. I was like, Yeah, I spent a lot of money on that thing. <laughs> and now it's worth like twice as much money. Like, stop touching right. it. <laughs> like Brian, I think we've talked about before. I think like you have the other half of my collection. Like, yeah, we're, was like we're missing the same one. Or like yeah. you have the ones that I'm missing. Yeah, it was like we're pretty close. There's a couple that I see. I have the Big Thunder Mountain, I have Peter Pan, I have Jungle Cruise. Those are the three of yours that I would have. And then the other three, I do not. <laughs> but um, those so you were can, Mickey to Rennie, Minnie. And then you did you, what else did you do anything else in? Yeah. Um, I also did Slinky Dog Dash, which I had not read before too. That was also another one where it was posted at 75 minutes and we waited 45 minutes. Um, oh, so that is so, so worth it though. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, and honestly, that's the shortest, like, cause I've only had a couple chances to ride it. And, um, the first time it had rained through most of the day, so it was shut down and they had a line like through all of Toy Story land. And I was like, absolutely not. And then the other time was, it was probably something again, a little over an hour and I was by myself and I just waiting that long solo just kind of sucks. So I didn't write it. Um, was it fun? But, yeah, it was actually a lot more thrilling than I thought it was going to be. That was yeah. another reason that I just like didn't care to ride it. I was like, nah, it's fine. No, I'm really glad I did. <laughs> like Good. my Good. my little one loves loves it. It's her it's hands down her favorite ride at Disney. But I mean, probably oh, wow. besides the carousel, she loves carousels. But um, Slinky Dog Dash is her favorite. I ha- I'll have to show you guys a video of her 
doing it and her little screams. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I think the first time that we did it, um, we had bought tickets to like an early morning magic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the one that was paid, right? It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we had bought tickets. And so we had breakfast. Like we get into the park, like I think it was an hour and a half, two hours before the park opens. And it's a ticketed event. We had a meal and then they lead us into Toy Story Land and it was just for Toy Story Land. Oh, well, that's cool. And so we got to do everything in Toy Story Land. We got to meet the characters. And as we're leaving Toy Story Land, the park had just opened. That's and awesome. the line for Slinky Dog Dash was already at the Voyage of the Little or was already at the um stage show for the Little Mermaid. Oh my gosh. Jeez. There was a cast member. So the park had just opened like 15 minutes prior and the, it was already over a three hour wait for Slinky Dog Dash. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. And, and the, there's no shade. Yeah. It's, it's uh, complete sun Damn. and it's hot. Yeah. No, thanks. And so then, oh, no, go ahead. And then after that, uh, we headed over to Epcot, um, took the Skyliner. I do think they were saying that they're, um, putting more than one group of people on the Skyliner now. Um, that was not my experience. And I think it may have just been because it was such a light day. There wasn't like a line for the Skyliner. So we were able to ride just like my friend and I, and we didn't have okay. like another family or group with us. Um, um, I am waiting for them to build the Skyliner through the entire park because it is the fastest transportation. I despise the buses. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Disney, if you want to do that, that would be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, Epcot, well, that's also where I really felt the crowds again. Like, you can tell that the capacity has increased um, bumping into people. But overall, it was still a good experience. Everything I do in Epcot's pretty much outside. The lines, again, were very short. Even I think a lot of people were walking the World Showcase. But um, what did we do? We did Soren at almost a walk-on. Like, we waited maybe 10, 15 minutes, like, which was insane. I've never done that for Soren. I'm usually playing the games and I'm like ready to do trivia. And I was like, we walk right by it. And I was like, oh, never mind. Like, I was like, I knew that answer though, but <laughs> didn't get to be on the scoreboard. Um, Wait, there's games is, in the queues? Yeah, at least yeah, for that cool. queue. And then there's that's like cool. some interactive parts and different queues. Wow. But um, uh, did Living with the Land, um, I did not jump out and get a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that wasn't you. <laughs> that was not me. Okay. Um, <laughs> that that I am she get a lifetime ban? I hope I so. Hope so. Um, I did see something. I did see a meme though that said um, you can't go with you can't wait they can't wait to go on living with the land for the next time so they could learn all about Asgard. <laughs> so <laughs> with the salad. <laughs> Oh, man. So did, did so in that video, there was a video on TikTok. I think Bill showed it to us, or I think one of you showed it to us. But she gets out. Did someone else get out and help her? Or was that someone that Yeah, when there? she was no, when she was struggling to get back in, like another guest got out to like help her back on the boat. <laughs> I should be banned too. I'm sorry. You don't do I think that. he might have been with her. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it was kind of hard to tell because it looked like he was a couple rows back, but then like she was moving to try to get back with her group and I it was too much to figure out who was with who, and I was just still a little okay. Wow, that was, <laughs> like, that was yeah. 
Like who does that? <laughs> that lady, that lady does that. And and why? I know some, I read somewhere, someone was like, they have to have been really high and really had the munchies if they really wanted a cucumber that bad. No doubt. <laughs> I think she's just stupid. What like, are you going to say? Are you going to say, hey, check this out. I stole this. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere. They, they, right. if, if, even if it would have worked, they would have known that it, that it right. It's not like it's going to last forever. It's a freaking yeah. cucumber. It's going to get moldy <laughs> in like it. two days. Like cucumbers are moldy in like two days. Yeah. Like it's like the guy who uh, last year was it who jumped on um, Carousel of Progress. Yeah, was it Carousel of Progress? He went on. I think so. The stage. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I think it might actually be Carousel of Progress. Don't quote me. It might have been a different ride, um, but there maybe it is. I feel like there's a sensor that if somebody crosses over, it stops the thing from being able to slide because um, an Imagineer got stuck between the sets and killed. Oh, God. Yeah. So oh, something. But um, yeah, people, even if you don't post it on TikTok and Instagram, there are cameras on these rides. Don't don't do stuff like yeah. this. I think Crazy. there's a similar story on ha- maybe Haunted Mansion, too. Um. Something with the Omni movers, they're like if somebody steps out of it, like it shuts down because somebody got smushed between the Omni mover. Oh, I, I bet. And then like there's places on the Omni mover, I think where there's there's not really a floor. Like you're gonna fall. Like, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> so so don't do that. Moral of the story: Don't be stupid at a Disney park. Yeah, sit I mean, your butt in your seat. Yeah, just stay yeah. stay seated. You don't need a goddamn cucumber. I mean. Like there's a whole Epcot food festival going on and you yeah. chose a cucumber. Like I saw that post. I Maybe think she was... wasn't going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I... <laughs> I saw that in the, um, and I think it was the club B and B group chat we had at first. I didn't really even catch it at first and I'm really now. Okay. Someone, and I did, I just slide swipe past it. And then, Bill sent the video. I'm like, what the hell is this? I can't. Yeah, that, right. yeah. That's just dumb. Don't, don't, don't jump off the rides, please. No. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry to interrupt your trip. Go no, ahead. So you, you're fine. So you, so, so you didn't get a cucumber. Good. I did so, not get a cucumber, good. but right, I did good. get a lot of food at Flower and Garden. Um, a lot of drinks. And that was favorite my thing that you had. Favorite thing would have been. Ugh, I always love it's the chocolate uh, macaroon lollipop from France. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> it's so good. Wow. And it's like a staple. And if they ever get rid of that, I was always ar- already sad because two years ago at Flower and Garden, um, the Taste of Marrakesh had fried cauliflower, which I know sounds very basic, but it's, I don't know, there's some spices on it and it's so good. And they didn't have it this year. And I was hmm. very disappointed. Well, because Restaurant Marrakesh is closed. Right? I know. Yeah. So I was like, it's I'm not going to be coming back. Yeah. They still have the Taste of Marrakesh like booth. But... They do? Okay. Yeah. And they completely changed the Spice Road table menu too, didn't they? I think so. I haven't really looked at it and I don't do a lot of Yeah, I think we just <laughs> talked about that with um, yeah. Chris and Rachel. Yes. That's where I was hearing it was on your guys's. Was it the live so, stream last night? I was. We, I think we talked trying about to watch it before work. So good trip. Uh, yeah, overall it was a good trip. Little rough start, but you know, you know it all worked out. So little extra sleep deprivation. So you missed but, a day, right? 
No, because I wasn't supposed to get in till like 10 p.m. anyway, so I wasn't going to be doing anything that day. It was just so that we could get in and like, you know, because both my friend and I work night shift. So we were like, let's get in the night before, get a good night's sleep and actually have that full day the first day. And we didn't get into the parks till about 1 p.m. because of everything. But Well, cool. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm so glad we're doing this again. Yes. You guys, you guys know my passion. I, <laughs> I love doing everything else, but this is the one for me that I I, I debated sitting and talking by myself if no one else wanted to do it. Because <laughs> just talking about news because I can geek out about the, all this stuff all day long and I love it. I'm glad you guys are part of this. I'm glad we're back. Um, our next episode will be in two weeks, which will be the day before I leave for um, for Disneyland after mm-hmm. a three-year after a three-year hiatus. I've been not texting Max Glick. I said, okay, I finally got, I've never been in Lamplight Lounge. I got, I got my, I got, I have a dinner reservation on Friday and I didn't care. I got a brunch one for Saturday because I didn't nice. care because I've never been there. So I got, because br- that's the first weekend back for brunch. There. Lobster it, it, nachos. And that's yeah. exactly what I asked. <laughs> what, what do I need to try? So the lobster nachos and then the final something he said, I'll have to read back final and something about whiskey. So I'm, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I'm totally in with, with all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for doing this. Sam, where can we find you on everything? Um, Just Google Samantha Mladecki. Um, Instagram, works. Twitter, yeah, everywhere. Or okay. Dysology Podcast. Yep. Or Walt's Apartment Behind the Lamp. Yes, yes. And Brianna, how about you? You can find me at Brianna underscore seven on Instagram or the Walt's Apartment Podcast Instagram or Walt's Apartment Podcast on TikTok. I'm so glad you do some of the Ticky social talk. media because I, I, I don't know how to do it. I, I mean, I throw up a post every now and then. We have Twitter, which has the most followers of any of our social medias. I don't know how to use it. So, but it's, it works, whatever. But you can find me on Walt's Apartment Podcast on the Facebook page, on the Instagram page, on waltzapt.com. You can find me everywhere as well. So, uh, yeah. Sam, Brianna, thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. From all of us here at the Extra Magic Hour, we hope you have a magical day. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.